þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. Starts with them saying, all right, we better head off now. And then the entire three-hour play is them still saying goodbye to each other. Yeah, the Jewish goodbyes uh, sounds like more work than... Have you heard about the Finnish goodbye? It's also the Irish goodbye. That's where you just leave. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite. I do it all the time. Yeah. You don't say anything. Some people think it's rude, but... I don't think it's rude. No, I mean... You're gonna have to say goodbye to a lot of people. Sometimes you won't have to, for some reason, explain why you're leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they're gonna go. Well, and the answer scared? is always anxiety. Yeah, yeah. I want to be alone. I'm scared of people at this moment. <laughs> yeah. If I stay here, I will contemplate killing myself. <laughs> and believe me, you don't want that on your hands. You do don't want that. Oh man, how you been? I've been alright. I've been very anxious. Mm-hmm. I know you were saying that last week. Yeah. I've been. I mean, actually, I've been not been too good to tell you the truth. Yeah. I've been um, for the last couple of weeks just been riddled with anxiety about nothing in particular. About nothing. I have no idea. I'm. There's no particular thing I'm worried about. It's just. The, uh, just a lingering sense of dread. The impending sense of doom. Yeah, I wake up. The way up. people feel when they get a heart attack. Something like that, I yeah. guess. I wake up and it's just, oh, I have to deal with the day. And it's nothing happening. I mean, I was more... Bu- Maybe it's the fact that I'm not as busy as I'm used to. Because the last year I was like busy every day. Yeah. And I got used to it. And now... I actually don't have to do a lot of things every day, and it just is. It just it not. That sounds. It's, yeah, it's that sounds of, normal. I mean, but but also you have to take a moment to go. Well, you you don't have like you were doing that stuff because that's what you did to make your money. Yeah. Whereas you know, your book sold really well last year, mm-hmm. so you don't have to stress as much about it. But the 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 reality. The real. Then I realized. Then I realized... Meanwhile, across town, (laughs) Hunley was dealing with a different situation. Um, (laughs) The reality is that you could be that busy again if you want to. You could make yourself that busy if that's what's causing you anxiety. But I think what you should do is just learn to chill the fuck out. Oh, yeah. But, you know, like we were sitting at the coffee place just Mm. uh, moments ago and... It, uh, I started kind of chilling the fuck out just by starting to work because and also you know now this week I started doing a new thing a new cartoon thing President Poopy Pants President Poopy Pants 
and it's getting a lot of attention. I've just done two cartoons, mm-hmm. and I'm working on a third one right you now. You just finished number three. I am in the middle of number three, and this time I will be focusing on uh, the president's sons. Mm. But not the weird autistic one. No, no. He will come later. I will have to find, <laughs> have to find an angle to that one. I mean, I'm, I'm making fun of the people, uh, like his close family. It's one thing... Uh, because they're not as this uh, the, the those targets don't deserve it as much. Yeah. But his sons, like the adult sons, they do look like serial killers. And Ivanka, I think she does too. She, she think lo- she looks like a she serial looks killer. like she bathes in the blood of virgins or something. I There's something so. fucked up about her. No, I think that I see sadness, and also people are people are talking about it on the internet. Look, stop feeling sorry for. No, Ivanka. Melania. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about Ivanka. Yeah, Ivanka yeah. Oh, yeah, is she's, the daughter. She's, she's yeah. a serial killer. Yeah, yeah she's totally. Yes, yes, yes. she's uh, Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that uh, that was wrong, you know. Elizabeth Bathory was the most notorious serial killer of all time, and she used to bathe in the blood of virgins. Are you saying it's incorrect? It's incorrect. It was just made up about her because she was a female with power. And that, and they used it against her. Do you know how she died? Uh, I don't remember. They um, put her in a room of her castle, and they bricked her in. All right. And then they left one tiny hole to feed her, and she stayed there for thirty years or thirty plus years. And the only time they knew she was, no one ever saw her again until she was dead. And the only time they knew she was dead was because she didn't eat her food. That's horrific. She lived in that bricked room alone for the rest of her life. This is horrible. uh, You're saying horrible things. (laughs) To an anxious person. You you projected a a, a torture porn movie just into my soul. How did you know that she wasn't like that? Where did you find this out? What's your source? Um, I was... Yeah, I, I guess I once uh, watched this movie about her and... Bathory. Uh, Bathory, and it was the real story. It wasn't, wasn't a very good good story, but it was the real story. So she was just a powerful woman and the men against in her life conspired against her. Yeah, basically. And they spread rumors and then mm-hmm. got the people to believe it. <clears throat> yeah, that's how it happened. I mean... It didn't she couldn't she didn't have social media where she could like post pictures of her not baby. <laughs> and, and, and That's what yeah. Ivanka needs to do. <clears throat> exactly. She you needs to take a selfie. Bathing in regular water. <laughs> yeah, this is not virgin's blood. <laughs> Look at the good I do. <laughs> I mean she has two daughters, Ivanka and another one. And the other one, but that's the thing is, and they made fun of this on, on SNL before, that the other one's always left out because she's like the dumpy dumb one. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's not sexy enough for a dad to want to fuck. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oof. Oh my God. I mean, maybe she doesn't leave her out because she not, has seen things. And she knows things. Like pee-pee parties? Yeah. She has been part of the pee-pee parties. The pee-pee parties. Part of the pee-pee parties. She has been part of the pee-pee parties. Out of the pee-pee parties, starting <laughs> the dumpy Trump girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> everything sounds worse in that voice, doesn't yes, it? Yes, everything does. You know what's interesting about this whole Trump situation for me is um, I follow a few different news broadcasters on Facebook, and one of them is BBC World. 
And when there's a newsflash headline, it always says breaking news, breaking news. And from now on, it's like whenever I see breaking news and they start talking about Trump, my response is, well, it's not going to be breaking news to me because none of it's going to be a surprise. No, exactly. Like if, if it was suddenly Trump has, has, has sanctioned an order to kill all chimpanzees, mm-hmm. you just go, eh, <clears throat> it should be just regular news. Regular news. Regular Trump news. <laughs> we interrupt your regular programming for regular, regular news. <laughs> news that is not breaking or surprising. But it has chimps in it and Probably some pee. Chimps and pee. Oh my god. Chimps and pee. So we, we, we are living in a strange time. Ah, uh, yeah. It's uh, I don't like it. Yeah, Hugh. Hugh like you know Hugh Coverdale-Jones, the, com- the British yeah. Welsh comedian here? Mm-hmm. He has a great bit where um, he says, if the children are our future, then we are living in the flashback scene of the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think we're kind of... We're actually in the Terminator flashback scene right now. Um, yeah, talking about Hugh, he I think it was him that sent uh, a message because I was talk- we were talking about the Kardashians and I said mm. they lived in the uh, Gamma Quadrant. Yes. Well, they do. It was tr- I, I realized it when I was saying the joke. But I didn't want to ruin the rhythm of the joke. But actually, it is the Alpha Quadrant. You are right, Hugh. I'm sorry about this. Of course, all facts about the fictional world of oh, Star, Star Trek, Trek should be um, accurate. I do not know enough about Star Trek to... Is there actually a Kardashian race? Yeah, there's a, before the Kardashians, which we now know as the Kardashians, there were the Kardashians, which were like... Um, a kind of a Nazi race. What kind of vaginal prosthesis is on their heads? Um, they have a, li- a little clitoris up there. Yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah, a pussy-like a forehead, I guess. I mean, the most of them do. And they used to, like, oppress the Bajorans who have uh, a wrinkled nose uh-huh. and weird earrings. Wrinkled mm. nose yeah, so, I mean, it's hard. The to big not, eared it's ones. Very hard not to oppress people that have wrinkled noses and, and big, big earrings. earrings. The 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 big ear ones are the Ferengi, right? Yeah, Ferengi are big ear ones, and they are obsessed uh, with ears, uh, with money. Oh, yeah, they're a money obsessed race, and uh huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and the they're money obsessed race. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. I've always thought, always thought that was weird. That it they just created that for Star Trek because it's such an open-minded yeah yeah world. And here is a race obsessed with money, a whole race, a planet filled with people obsessed with money. It almost sounds like it was created by capitalists by Walt Disney. Although it wasn't, I know it does sound like a, 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 a out. It does sound like a. A horrible Jewish uh, uh, yeah. stereotype from yeah. earlier of the last century, but in fact, it is. If you watch the show, it's more about capitalism okay. in general. So they're just capitalists. Well, on that note, I am Australian, and I am an Icelandian, and together we are Australia.
I was glad you got that one. <laughs> Do you know I cannot hear that song without seeing Charlie's Angels in my head. Oh, what what was uh, which scene in Charlie's Angels? It was the in the first film with the creepy thin man, and they're at yeah. the diner. The the yeah. most famous fight scene from that film. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was smack Crispin my Glover. Yes, I have spent a day with Crispin Glover. What? Yes, I have. Creepy Thin Man? Creepy Thin Man. When and why? McFly's dad. McFly's dad. Why? He came to Iceland one time. Uh, he was showing his movies. He has a couple of movies. Like, that he made? Yeah, a really strange one. Like the avant-garde of avant-garde. Oh. And they're so avant-garde that you cannot see them anywhere without him personally Being screening them. A bit like Björk's ex-husband. Matthew Barney with the drawing restraint nine stuff. Oh, it's the same thing with him. And Cream Master. Yeah. So it's, I, they're kind of like art films. Yeah, they're definitely art films and, and more, Emma, that you wouldn't categorize them with other films just because they are that exclusive. I mm. guess. Uh, and, and, and he also did readings from his books, which is basically cut-up poetry, which is uh, he just found some books and just... Uh, uh, he uh, like what you call it. He striked out a bunch of sentences, so it just made it make sense for him, uh-huh. and he read it like poetry. Oh, <clears throat> he sounds certifiably insane. Yes, uh, he is a he is a he is a eccentric fella. Mm. And uh, I was hired to do uh, the voice of God, which is so a job uh, a local person gets every everywhere he travels with his films. The voice of God is someone who tells people to turn off their phones and not to speak or no, uh, have no cameras at all. In fact, there was one guy... So you say this one thing at the start. Yeah. And you got paid for it. I didn't. It was just um, like... Okay. Like an honor. And the next day, uh, we, me and my friend Dilio took, uh, took him for a drive around the countryside mm-hmm. because he was very interested in seeing some geysers. And uh, and uh, what you call it, uh, earth yeah. heat activity stuff. Geothermal. Yeah. yeah, Iceland, known for earth heat activity earth heat stuff. Activity. It's how we power our farts. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, Iceland, one hundred percent fart power. And uh, yeah, so I was, so I was just sat in the car with him, and we had a, just just keeping him company, and he was very he was very he was very glad of seeing. Uh, he really wanted to see like. Blue Lagoon and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. and, and the earth farts, and he was happy. So, so he was a nice guy. He is a nice guy, and mm-hmm. he is also very strange. But what is strange? Well, I mean, I think you and I are we're strange people compared to most human beings. Mm-hmm. So for you to say that he's strange, he'd be pretty weird. Yeah, I mean, I've been working with autistic people. Uh, I think he has. Uh, he's in the spectrum. Uh, he is in uh, definitely in the spectrum, mm. and but his, you know, the whole, uh, uh, the yeah, his body of work. I mean, he does he does stuff like Charlie's Angels in order to finance his weird stuff. Oh. So he's a true artist, you know. And he was great as the creepy thin man yeah, yeah, with his scream. <laughs> Do you remember, like, yeah. <laughs> and smelling hair? <laughs> yeah, and he also was a Grendel in Beowulf. Yes, like, and he had such a strange. Like, I am always the amazing man. 
he used he used Icelandic words in, yeah. in the in the whole his his rants. It was such a strange strange character. Wow. Oh. That's that's fascinating story. But um back to me. Um yes. <laughs> No, you saw my show. Yes, I did. And that's time for the embarrassment. <laughs> 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 Do you know I was chat- <laughs> I was chatting with Greta Salome yeah. on um on Facebook the other day because I've been, you know, obviously when you in this country when you get famous people who come see your show, you need to get a quote from them. And I sent her a message saying, you know, can I get a quote from you um, about the show? And he said, you know, she said, yeah, like the longest two hours of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and she has this thing where she puts a picture of Donatella Versace just looking Botox. Yeah. That's her response to things. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is, it, is it just a still picture? Yeah, I can, I can, uh, we, we can put it on the, on the Facebook when you, when we, you, you know, you never do it. I'm going to do it for real. Okay. I'm going to do it for real. Whenever time you promise something like that, you never do it. Okay. Well, I promise on my firstborn child, his oh, name okay. is Rutger and I was going to sell him into slavery anyway. Oh yeah, you have, so Rutger is the name you picked? I, yeah, just now. Yeah. yeah, it's Rutger Hauer then. Rutger. Oh my God, how weird that I chose a Dutch name. Yes, indeed. That is a Freudian slip and a half, isn't it? <laughs> that wow, I, I did not realize that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait. If it was a girl, would it be Famke? <laughs> no, if it was a girl, you would <coughs> abort it. <laughs> Um, but what did you think? What did you think of the show? Uh, I loved it. I think it's a really good show and it's unique yep. in uh, the history of you know, Icelandic yep. uh, yeah, comedy yeah. shows. So no one really does stuff like that? I, I haven't seen like stand-up slash uh, stand-up like broken up with musical numbers. And sad stories as well. And yeah, sad stories as well. I, yeah, that was... A, a, you, and as you seamlessly kind of slipped into the sadness mm-hmm. and then went back into the humor. Thank you. And it was, uh, it was a very good show, yes. Thank you. So people should go see it. Because mm-hmm. it's also really hard to get people to buy tickets ahead of time here. It is. But you had enough audience members this time. Yeah, I think it was... And they were, they were a really good audience. It was a great audience. They were so warm. And there were foreigners. There were tourists in the right. audience. Okay. Because um, I was... Um, just when you had called me to say, can I make my plus one, plus two, and I came out. Just before then, there were... Um, no, because I... Well, that, yeah, I only had a plus one. But uh, the, the ticket people thought it was just one. Oh, I told them it was you plus one. Yes, well, there was a misunderstanding, but it was very easily fixed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but there, there were a bunch of tourists before then, and they were they they actually had already bought tickets, right? Mm-hmm. And then the ticket girls came over to me and said, "Is your show in English?" Yeah. And I said, "Yeah. Why? Oh, those people just bought tickets, and they." They didn't know if it was in... And I was like, I, can you imagine just buying, like being in Iceland for a weekend, mm-hmm. buying tickets to a show, and then just going, it's probably going to be in Icelandic. But let's go anyway. Let's go anyway. Maybe we'll... we will have learned the language in like 30 minutes. Oh my God. I would never do that. That's just, that's just stupid. But I, I, I felt very good about it. And I'm changing it up. This yeah. this weekend, I've got... Um, uh, so, Bia- you know Bianca, the Australian girl... 
married to an Icelander. She's got twins. Used to be a bartender. Oh, who would that? Yeah. yeah. She's a, she's a concert cellist. All right. Because remember we did that yeah. show for Bilge. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's going to accompany me for two songs. Okay, that's on, good. On Le Cello. That's very good, yeah. I, I think uh, if anything, yeah, you, you should add, add stuff to your musical numbers. Yeah, that's what you said. That's more more visuals, yeah. more, yeah. Because it was different when I did it the first time because I had the two guys who remixed the music and they did it live. Mm. But we just couldn't afford it this time. So. Right, right. So it's, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yes. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. But I guess maybe you do have an embarrassment of the week. You got one? Do you have one first? <clears throat> I'm toying with some, so I want to hear yours first. Oh, but mine is... Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> just for our listeners, we're in Hulli's new apartment, and I've just realized... That the because we're in your basement TV den. Yes. And I just realized that it's it's I don't know. There's a whole different vibe in the podcast for me now. This is more like slumber party than than it, it usually is. Yeah. Because we're sitting cross legged on a couch, you know, braiding each other's hair, talking about boys. Yes. Gabbing, gabbing like gals. Gabbing like gals. Um, I What's guess embarrassment my of embarrassment of the week, I was trying to find something else than mm-hmm. the thing I'm probably going to tell you now is the fact that mm-hmm. I have, I mean, it's not really funny. It's just, it's just what I've t- been talking about. My anxiety. Is your embarrassment. Yes. My anxiety is my embarrassment and I have, I have this strange feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh which is which is kind of leaving me now, but it's been kind of up there uh, for the past week, which is where I I'm like constantly, uh, almost subconsciously worried about that everybody hates me. Oh, <laughs> I know, right? So you you feel that the people so there's a and it's irrational you know it's irrational I know yeah, it's yeah. irrational so you're having this irrational thought that the yeah, people around you who in, who who love you and enjoy you mm-hmm. secretly hate you yeah or, or they don't want to be around you or they find you annoying maybe, or, yeah yeah or yeah they find <clears> me annoying <throat> at the moment that I've also been kind of I I I, uh, I booked a, a, I scheduled a thing with a, a a, a, a crazy crazy doctor what's it psychologist called? psychologist mm-hmm. because I think I'm gonna try some of them pills okay so then it's a psychiatrist psychiatrist mm-hmm. yes I never a psychologist can help you talk about stuff a psychiatrist will just it's like the, uh, like a <coughs> difference between the astronomer and astrologist <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not <laughs> there's, no. there's no way that's a great analogy no, because the, one is it's like, like one like, is like science based one is and the other one is, is sick just talks and talks and talks. <laughs> no, no, the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist, right? Well, in the Australian system, and my ex-husband and I used to joke about this all the time, is that if you're seeing a psychologist, your problems are fixable yeah. by, you know, on your own. You don't like or with medication. Yeah. And so you do that with your doctor. Uh-huh. So your doctor will prescribe the antidepressants or the anti-anxiety medication, and then you'll talk through things. If, if if you're going to a psychiatrist, you probably have something that cannot be fixed. 
like yeah. narcissistic personality disorder. Mm. Or, but it's different in Australia compared to to other yeah other because the, there are more crazy people in Australia. Probably yes, because of the. Although I think there's an abnormal amount of like legit, like crazy ass mofo's in this country. A lot of them are cab drivers in Iceland. Yeah, yeah. You know our friend um, <clears throat> Johannes Inki. Yeah. He knows uh, somebody who's studying medicine who has informed him a lot of the genuinely dangerously crazy people. In this country, there are lots of cases. Yeah, oh, really? Mm. I, yeah, I mean, I, there are. I, I mean, I, I put if you're gonna generalize about cab drivers, which we should. By the way, we do have a lot of cab drivers who subscribe to this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> and we're not talking about you. <laughs> no, those are, of course, the normal ones. <laughs> but there are like, I mean, f- for me, it's like uh, I there's a talker and the yeah. and the non-talker and the talker. I, well, a talker can be okay. There's there's a there are fun, It's not talker and non-talkers. It's the fun ones and the horrible ones. Yeah, but have you ever noticed the the occasionally they start fun and then suddenly you've taken a trip down the rabbit hole. Yeah, like it's like down the racist. Hole. <laughs> it's like oh, it's such wonderful weather today. Fucking Jews. Yeah. <laughs> like what? It's a. Uh, um, yeah, it's a strange thing, but uh, um, when 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 cab drivers want to talk to you about uh, their hatred for particular groups, yeah, and because what are they expecting that I'm just gonna do? Are people because I just I just sit quietly and never say anything, and I say something like, mm, mm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to start a thing. No, you don't. Because their your life is in their hands yeah. as well. <laughs> like they yeah. are in charge of getting you home or wherever you have to be safely. I'm their hostage. You are technically their hostage, and that's why sometimes, like, I mean, it's it's customary here. I've noticed you get in the front. Yeah. Sometimes I don't want to. I just want to get in the back because I don't want to talk. But then if you do, you're rude. I had the scariest cab ride the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was interesting. So Bilke and I took a cab ride home one night. I think it was the last time we did the live podcast. Mm-hmm. We got a cab home. Um, oh, no, no, no. It was after shift at Lebowski because there was um, the other guy I work with in the kitchen was with us. And so there were three different stops along the way. Yeah. And there's... I didn't know this. Apparently, if you're doing a multi-trip, when you get in the cab, there's already 700 krona on the meter. Yeah. That's the starter of the trip. <clears throat> okay. And if you're doing a multi-trip, they're supposed to not restart with another 700. You're supposed to start from zero again. Right. And that's the rule. I didn't know this. And so this guy, so Mati, our, our friend, got out in Vestabar. And then we went to Bilke's house. Um, I was about to say her street name, but she probably wouldn't appreciate that. Uh, uh, we'll just put, put it on the Facebook. We'll put on the Facebook for everyone there. Um, and then um, when she got there, she looked at the meter and said, "That's not right." This is yeah. in Icelandic to the guy, and and he um, he was like, "What do you mean?" And she was saying, and she turned to me in English and she said, "He started another seven hundred again. He added another seven hundred, and he just like he had stopped it, and he was about to add another right, seven hundred for right. mine." And she pulled him on this, and um, so he was fleecing us. Yeah. 
And then she, you know, she paid and then she got out and he was so embarrassed that he'd been caught out that when he got to my house, he didn't charge me. He would, then two days later, I slept in and, did, and was a little late for work. I called a cab. Guess who came to my door? The same cab driver. Oh, really? Yes. And he's probably in his 70s. <clears throat> mm. He spent the whole time on Facebook while driving. Oh. And he was all over the place and he smelled like booze. It was a, so it was a was scary he was it was a scary cab ride. I mean, okay, I've got to say there are three categories of yeah. of uh, cab drivers. There are like the ones like we that we've been talking about, uh-huh. the bad ones, uh-huh. and then there are the good ones, uh-huh. and then there are the great ones. Yeah, which is also which are also known as listeners twice trained. Yes, and one of them, his name is Kristin. Yeah, because you met him. I met him, and he was he was at the theater after my show. He didn't see the show. But um, he said hi to me, and I did the whole, oh, have we met before? He said, yes, I'm the cab driver who listens to your, your podcast. Oh, it must be. It's, it's such a great feeling. To, uh, such a, it's, it's one of the best compliments when I f- hear that people are actually listening to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did I tell you about the guy I was getting Christmas gifts from who knew my voice? He did, had never seen my stand-up. He had never like knew anything about my involvement in Eurovision or my TED talk or all the wonderful, amazing things I have done, which should mean that I'm able to do more than flip burgers, but not. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, a foreigner. <clears throat> I'm a foreigner, fucking foreigner. Um, <laughs> but when I went to pay, he said, I know your voice. Are you Australian? And I said, yes. He said, are you Jonathan Duffy? I went, yeah, I listen to your podcast every week. You guys are so funny. No, it's really nice. Yes, well, but enough of sucking our own dicks. Uh, I do. I do have a question for you about cab drivers. Okay. Have you ever in this country a cab driver's dick? Well, have you ever had one want to do stuff with you? No, not me. No. I. But I think (laughs) uh, one time, Mm. I have long time ago. I was very drunk with a girl, mm. and I'm pretty sure we had sex in the back seat, and he did nothing to stop us. I know who this girl was. You know. Who You've this told girl me is? this story. Oh really? <laughs> well, okay. This girl is someone we know very well. Um. So. Uh, <laughs> then. Um, so okay, so my embarrassment of the week is basically this: I am very anxious. I'm seeking psychiatric help. Mm. I'm hope I'm hoping to get some crazy pills because yeah. them pills make you feel good. Make you feel good inside. Have you been yourself. on them before? I've tried some, and I actually, I actually, they, I actually just I really liked it. I did, which I didn't get numb. But which anyone, which which ones were they? Actual antidepressants, or were they just like no, just uh, calming. Stuff. No, they won't prescribe that long term for you. Okay. Because it's more addictive than heroin. Oh, I, I, I and then your your resistance goes yeah. up to it, like Valium. No, I th- I don't think I would be doing it like a daily thing. No, but eventually you have to, you because so? each time you take one, your it, it has a it stays in your body for a certain amount of time, and then after a while, one doesn't do it anymore. So then you have to have two. And this is how addiction to prescription medicine begins. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. yeah. So like so I just have one to of the, like work on one my of the, soul. One of the worst acting. ones is Xanax. It's yeah. so addictive. Yeah. 
It's it's like it's ruined people's lives. God damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're going on... I don't want to go to... Because I'm basically just using alcohol against my anxiety. Which does exactly the same thing as Valium. Yeah. Yeah, but if you do, if you end up going on on anti anxiety medication, the thing I don't know because I don't have a lot of faith in the medical system in this country. No, what nor, nor should you. What the doctors are supposed to tell you when you go on antidepressants, right, is that so here's the medication you need to take one a day, mm-hmm. and um, it will take almost six weeks before you start to feel any effect because it's, it's changing the chemistry in your brain, mm. and then the goal once you're on them is to then be able to live without them. So they're just s- a- able to help you function. And then your job is to use therapy and mm. stuff in conjunction with that so that you can get off them in the end. Yeah, I would like that to happen, actually. I mean, if I get it, I think the doctor I'm dealing with is go- very pretty good, but uh, <clears throat> it's hard to get an appointment, though. Um, Usually good doctors are like that. Yeah, so that, that's a sign. Of a good doctor right there. Mm. So, and also, that's the same doctor that's supposed to give me uh, my ADHD medication. So, I'm just going to go talk to him and ask him, should I get the anti-anxiety medication as well? And I think what he will say is, no, I think I'll just give you the ADHD medication because... I think it's that that's causing your anxiety. Well, it does cause a lot of anxiety. Yeah, it does. But you also need... One thing I think you should take into account is the time of year. Because another thing, a lot of Icelanders... I've done a lot of reading about seasonal affective disorder. Mm. And the majority of people don't freak out during... Also known the, as sad. Sad. How appropriate. Yeah. Um, but the, the majority of the suicides and all that stuff that happen, it's not during the winter. It's now. When the yeah. sun is coming back. That's true. Yeah. I've, I've experienced this before. You freak out because freak you out didn't realize how depressed you were. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I did not know this because I've, I've, I always get depressed out of this there you go. time of year when I think about it. And depression it. is usually cyclical. Yeah. Like it, it'll happen over a particular... So I just stop riding a bike. Stop? Yeah. Why stop? What? <laughs> <laughs> Cyclical. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> so you have an embarrassment? I do. I do actually. It's 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 not as bad as the ones I've I've um I've had uh, recently. You know, I I haven't. Uh, so so I was. I think, I think this is one or more mellow. Gonna be a mellow. Episode. It's quite yeah, yeah. It's gonna be mellow. Um. So so I was recently um having some well actually recently I had dinner with a friend. Yes. And then I was on my way home and I really needed to pee. So I pulled into a bar that we frequent quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to the bathroom and this guy started speaking to me in Icelandic. And I started speaking to him in Icelandic as well. And, and then he was very um, nice and lovely and insistent on, um, on buying me a beer. Right. And so I let him buy me a beer. And then it turned into two beers. And then, um, it, it, like, just the conversation was flowing really well. Mm-hmm. And then he said, do you want to come outside with me? Like, I don't smoke. Do you want to come outside with me while I have a cigarette? And I was like, yeah, sure. And we were out there alone and he had a lot of really lingering eye contact Mm -hmm. like like 
very intense eye contact when speaking. And um, I then thought, oh, I, I guess I guess he's given the signals. So I leaned in for the old smoocheroo, only to get a hand on my mouth and told, oh, I'm straight. And that has not happened to me in a very long time. God damn. I know. I thought I was, I'm just, I'm, my, my radar is all over the place. So I, I have okay. no idea what, what happened there. I, I just took the wrong, and then I was like, oh my God, am I a sexual predator? Am I just seeing no, things that aren't there? No, it's not so sexual. I mean, I mean, I've done. I. It's. It's not. It also, it's not the fact that he is straight. Yeah. I mean, it. Ha, it's uh, for me. It's exact the same thing. If I just read, if if a girl is simply just having a conversation with me. Yeah. And I read it r- the wrong, wrong way. way. Yeah. So you, I think it's the same thing. But it just puts me in the, it put me in the mind frame of like, oh my God, am I just like those straight dudes who girls complain about? They're like, oh, I can't even have a conversation yeah, well, with a guy. At that moment yeah. you were. Yeah. I was there. He was, <laughs> he was just wanting to have a lovely conversation. I mean, he, you know, he had gone downtown to watch some football game and his friend, that should have been the, the, the red, red flag for me. Red flag. Red flag. But, um, and his friends had ditched him and he was alone and he was like, um, and he knew who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd heard me on the radio a couple times. I don't think he listens to this podcast. I'm kind of hoping he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, he obviously hates you right now anyway. So. No, no, no. We continued having a chat afterwards. Okay. Okay. And it was just embarrassing for me. No, that's, that's always a good and classy thing. Not to let that ruin your... Co- if, if somebody... Like, for example, yep. the last time this happened to me, I thought, I thought there was something going on. There wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was walking along with a girl to my place, and uh, we were kind of. There was an after party about to happen at my place, mm-hmm. but m- me and her were the first ones at my place. Okay. So I thought, hey, we have like three minutes here before the other people come. Let's have um, a quickie. Uh, yeah, let's have a smooch. <laughs> a tiny little smooch, not a quickie. Uh, and, um, and so I, I kind of go for it. And I, I kind of not uh, put my hands on her hips, and I'm about to go for a kiss because I just thought it was gonna happen. Yep. And she immediately says, "I have a boyfriend," and I says, <gasps> oh. "All right, no problem. Let's pretend this never happened." So. What, and she what, was good about want it. Want a beer? She said, "Sure." And it was just totally normal. Oh, that's that. nice. And that's really nice. That because, is nice. I mean, this is—it's a common misunderstanding. I think it's and nicer it happens to both sexes and yeah. both and all sexualities. Yeah, yeah. I think it's nicer though to hear "I have a boyfriend" yeah. as opposed to "Oh, I'm not interested." Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh no! Oh God, no! Yeah. yeah, we're just friends. Yeah, well, instead of if you are not interested, instead of saying "I'm not interested," say something like uh, "Not right now" mm. or uh, "No, let's not." Let's, let's not. not. Yeah, let's not. Let's not. I, I treasure our friendship too yes. much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin things. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was that was my embarrassment of the week. Oh hey, how is your Operation Sex, sex God? God? Oh, it's really good because of my anxiety. I've I've not had a lot of appetite. Oh my God. So I'm just getting thinner and thinner. I'm such a sinner. I keep getting sinner. 
Well, I I have a new uh, kind of thing that's possibly going to help me. Yeah. So I've been um, I've been offered a film role. Right. Um, in a horror movie. A horror movie. A horror movie that's horror. that's going to be set in Iceland. Mm. Um, a horror. A horror horror movie. Nordic horror. Nordic horror. Nordic horror. Nordic, Nordic noir horror. Um, horror noir. Horror noir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, and in the film, uh, so the I'm one of the leads. So there's two leads. One's an Australian guy. One's a Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're here on a, a Euro trip in Iceland. And the guy who's been asked to play the Canadian is, of course, York, York Underwood. Really? And he made a suggestion to me the other day, because we're supposed to play people who are really good friends and have known each other for a long time. He said, hey, why don't we start going to the gym together? Right. Just to, just to build the rapport. Because, oh, you know, I know him, yeah. but it's just like, you know, I, I've never... It's, I, I don't hang out with him like I hang out with you or Bilko. Um, so... Tomorrow morning, he's going to pick me up at 7.30 of the a.m. Mm. And we're going to the gym and we're going to try and make it a regular thing. So to, so to go do a workout before That's beginning the day. Great. Have they cast the killer? Oh, the killer is not human. Oh, well, that, it's perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure you can be involved in some way. There's, there's, they're castings. Yeah, there. I can be like an extra, like P.V. Herman and uh, P.V. Herman's uh, paging Mr. Herman. <laughs> Remember that scene? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or like D- Daniel Craig in Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. I'll play a stormtrooper. That was a good part. That was a great part. But um, yeah, I, I, I think that that will actually help. And also the... The not drinking is going to start really soon, and no one believes me. So no, no, I don't. No, I nev- certainly don't. No, never underestimate <laughs> the power of spite. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, but it, but I, I I do need to um, stop that for yeah. my liver. Yes, and for also the soul. For the soul. Yes, the soul gets damaged. It does by booze. By boo. and pickled and love. And love. Oh my god. Love hurts the soul so much. Moving on! <laughs> it's time for... Um, how to, to speak, speak Australian! <laughs> I have some really cool ones for you today. Um, I found a great article on how fucked up the Australian language is. Mm. Remember when you taught me all the different versions of yaya? Mm-hmm. Have I ever taught you... The, um, the rule of piss. The rule of piss. So the word piss in Australian, um, has many different meanings. So, um, there's pissed. Right. That means, uh, either you're angry or you're drunk. Mm-hmm. So, ah, oh, he's pissed. You can be, it, something can be piss easy. Piss easy, yeah. Yeah, which means extremely easy. Pissed off. Yeah, I know yeah, what that You know means. pissed off. A piss up. A piss up. Mm-hmm. That's like a wind up. Nope. It's basically a party where there's booze. We're going to have a piss up. Yeah, that's a good one. Let's We're have, have a piss, piss up. up. Um, it can be pissing down. So you come to my piss up tomorrow? Of course. Yeah. Um, it can be pissing down. 
Pissing down, which is like uh, punching down? No, heavy rain. Heavy, pissing down. It's yeah. pissing down. Um, pissed on. Uh, pissed on is being made fun of. Uh, pissed on is usually um, to describe being rained on. Oh, okay. Piss around. Why does it always piss on me? Is it because I cried when I was 17? So pissing around is when you're basically procrastinating. Say that again. Pissing around. Pissing. Yeah, yeah. Stop pissing around. Yeah, I I do a lot of pissing. Around. Or you can also piss fart. Is it when your penis does a tiny little fart? <laughs> do ten, ten. Uh, do, doesn't yours? <laughs> <laughs> Just do like this. <laughs> it's like the male queefing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they. It's can. like it's like a you know a pitched. Yeah, a pet's fart, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, like if, like if your penis has just inhaled a lot of helium, <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, you can be piss faced. Piss faced is when you're drunk. Yes, you can be piss poor or piss weak. Yeah, it's pretty. It's just weak or poor. Pissy. Pissy is someone who is uh, always uh, in a bad mood. So, yeah, that can be angry or something that's very small. Oh, yeah. This pissy little thing over here. A pissy little piss fart. Yeah. Or, um... What, what is piss fart? Piss fart is to procrastinate. Stop piss farting about. Ah, okay. Um, or a piss head. A piss head is a drunk. Yes, an alcoholic. Mm. Um, uh, and another one I found was... Um, we often say to to uh, other people when you when you're leaving, you go have a good one. All right. Have a good one. And the interesting question is, have a good what? We'll never tell you. <laughs> you're not Australian. Um, but I found this really cool sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, ma, 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 ma. Where is it? Um, no, I found this. Cool sentence, and I've lost it. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. <clears throat> so this is a sentence that combines so many of the words I've taught you already. Are you ready for it? Yes. So the hashtag is growing up Australian. Having a drink, your goon sack behind Macca's at a quarter to five in the Arvo because your mate was being a cunt and wouldn't pick you up from the bottle because his ute's fucked from doing skids. Ugh. Could you just write that one down and I will decipher it later? Yeah. <laughs> or expand. I'll be like Gandalf in the library with a, <laughs> with a magnifying glass and a candle. <laughs> oh, the Prince of Dorakbur. Yes, I will teach you now a word. This uh-huh. is Sandcastle-Lekur. A sandcastle artist. No. Actor. No, Sandcastle-Lekur is a sandbox game. Sandbox game? Yes, and it's also, it basically means... Oh, castle is box. Yeah, sandbox. Yeah. It's when children are playing around in a sandbox. But it's never used for that. What's it used for? It's used for politics. Oh, so they're saying, oh, it's just a sandbox game in yeah, there. Yeah, it's always just a sandbox Just kids game. playing with their fucking toys. Yeah, and just pointing at each other saying, he did it. No, he did it. Oh. That's all what politics Sand is. Sandcastle-Lekur. A sand castle sandbox game. Yeah. So, I mean, politics is a very depressing thing to me. Yeah. Because, I mean, people go in there 
with like ideas and dreams and you know passion mm. about things. They want to change the world, but then they're just stuck in the system where the only thing they can do is just point at each other and say he did it, mm. and sometimes throw sand in each other's eyes or piss in the sand. Mm. And if they dig too deeply, they will find a syringe and get AIDS. Well, um, technically they'd need to get HIV first. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. and then not go on antiretrovirals. Oh, uh, yeah. So, well, that's yeah. a way more funnier punch. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny to say HIV because it's not a death sentence anymore. No, no, no. AIDS is just a funnier word. It is. <clears throat> Um, so, so uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are going to uh, plug your show now while I get, go upstairs and get me get us a drink. Okay, so if you have enjoyed the comedy stylings of myself and would love a show all about what it was like growing up in Australia, what I miss about it, and ultimately why I left and moved to a barren rock in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, then you need to come and check out Australiana, the comedy cabaret one-man show musical extravaganza starring me, John O'Duffy. It's on at Chutnabir. There's two dates left, the uh, 4th of February and the 12th of February. Each show starts at 8 p.m. And uh, it is a, 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 a story with a beginning, a middle and an end that is completely pieced together with uh, Australian music that has been remixed by the dance duo Dusk. This weekend, I'm also adding a cellist to the mix, uh, which which should be quite fun. But tickets to that are cheap. Yes, that's right. Everything about me must go. 1,990 kroner, and tickets are available at midi.is. That's M-I-D-I dot I-S. I hope to see you there this Saturday. There's that was ha- a good plug. That was a really good plug. There's hardly anything left in this, uh, this red wine cow. Yeah, or is- goon bag. Goon bag. Mm. We call it Belia, which is just a cow. We, we, we grow up in Australia putting them on the clothesline, which is a spinning clothesline. Have you ever seen one of those? It's like a tree and it spins in the wind and you put your clothes on it. It's called a hill's hoist. And, uh, and you attach that with a clothes peg, the, the sack on the inside, and you play a game called Goon of Fortune. So basically, whoever it lands on has to drink from it. Here, you can have the last of my red wine, and I will just have this beer. Wonderful. This beer with a drawing that you made on it. Uh, Yes. (coughs) While we're at it, I can plug this beer. I did a drawing of a new pink beer called Blakey Fiedlin. And it's... uh, It's a pink IPA. It's a pink IPA. Yeah. And it has a picture of a pink elephant with his trunk up a man's ass. So appropriate. Yes, it is. Sounds appropriate. Yeah. And nice. I remember they had a conversation with me. Uh, yeah. Some of the marketing people called me and said, are you sure about this? Should we really do this? And I said, yes. And it was, uh, yeah. It's been successful. If, if we get in, into any trouble, will you take the heat? And I said, yes. And uh, everything has been fine since then. No one has complained about it. No, people don't complain about Because, you know, maybe if the guy man would be molesting the elephant yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be worse but it's an elephant molesting a man and that's kind of you know 
it's almost like uh, women can be more sexist towards men yeah. than men can be towards women because we have a history of inequality. Yeah. And of course, people, humans, have a history of inequality towards animals. So it's nice for the elephant to be sexually assaulting the man. Yes. It re- <laughs> <laughs> it's nice it's for nice the elephant. It's nice to be sexually... It's nice for the elephant. Um, uh, but uh, one thing, it reminds me of my one of my favorite commercials as a kid. Did you ever get the candy Rollo here? Yeah, yeah. The round with the, the caramel inside? Yeah, and the commercial was always, uh, do you love someone uh, uh, Do you love someone enough to give... Them a, your last Rolo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there was this one of this boy at a zoo, and he's got... He's offering his last Rolo to an elephant. And then the elephant comes over, and then he puts it in his mouth and goes, na, 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 na. And then it's flashing forward 20 years later and there's a big street parade. Mm-hmm. And this guy is about to eat his last Rolo. And this trunk taps him on the shoulder. He looks and then smacks him across the face. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear the elephant go... <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, it's nice. It also makes me think about how the trunk is up the butt of the guy... And that's how the elephant smells. So mm. um, it would be pretty gross up there. You know? Yeah, well, maybe the elephant likes it. Maybe. Who knows? Some people are into that. Oh, my God. I've got to tell you. A friend of mine in Australia, Brendan McLean, he's a singer. I've told you mm. about him. Um, so he released an album this year. He's, he um, did a, a duet with Amanda Palmer mm. on an album, which was then taken by a lot of comedians, the song On The Door. Um, Sarah Silverman was in it, you know, um, what's his name? Peyton Oswald, like all these, they redid it. Um, but he has released, uh, music videos for almost every song on that album. And he just released one the other day for a song called House of Air. And it is so offensive. It has its own website and you have to agree that you are 18 before you view the music video. But I'm I'm 39. Yeah. So well, it's only 18-year-olds who can get there. So well, that's can... that's the age you have to be to watch pornography in Australia. So you, so you turn 18, you can watch porn for a year, and then you turn 19, and uh, you can no longer oh, watch Oh, no, no. You have to be at least 18. Oh, yeah. So, so you have yeah. to agree that you're at least 18. I watched this music video the, the other night, and he's basically the... In the in the music video, it's like a an old anthropological film, mm. and it's on gay dating habit habits, and yeah. so it's all like sixteen millimeter. The square. You know, I was kidding about the whole eating thing. Yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You know. I got that. I got also, that. never use words like retarded. Keep. On yeah, talking. but it was when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I should show Huli this because you are you. You appreciate things that push the envelope. Mm-hmm. But then it got to this one scene and I went, I, I can't send this to you. Oh, really? I cannot send this to you. It has... <laughs> like the final scene in this music video. Now, of course, I'm going to have to post a link. Oh, yeah, obviously. Um, but it, it, has, it has golden showers in it. It has fisting. It has blowjobs. It has full penetrative anal sex. And the piece de resistance is the final scene, um, which involves somebody getting something on their face. Right. Uh-huh. So this is uh, comedy? 
I I no well I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, and I watched it. In, I mean, is it supposed to be arousing or? I I didn't find or it is arousing. It just I was laughing along, yeah. going, "Oh, good for you! You're pushing it, the envelope." Is it like an art piece? That I think it's an art piece. For, for the sake of being well, the final the final scene I remember watching because you see the singer he's lying on the ground and then something comes into the shot and I went I I've never watched a music video before that made me go no 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 oh my god no I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I straight away sent him a message yeah. on Facebook going so that last scene what was that like shooting yeah yeah I I. Uh, it reminds me of the time that I was once asked to do a music video for this uh, Icelandic band, a really mm-hmm. cool Icelandic band, mm-hmm. and um, they had uh, uh, like a British manager or mm-hmm. an agent, who uh, and I went to a meeting with them, and the agent says, "Okay, we want to you to do like a, a music video which pushes the envelope like your style, like your offensive thing." So a cartoon, yeah, or? a cartoon. So mm-hmm. I just made an animation, just. We wanted to be a band from of YouTube, so because that will like give uh, that will give uh, the band some attention. Yeah, like, the music video was banned. Band. From yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I said sure, yes. And I did a little animated thing, and I sent it to them, and I got an email from the agent which says, "Are you serious? Show this to no one, <laughs> no one ever. Seriously, swastikas." <laughs> The Smurfs? You know there's a Smurf movie coming out. What are you doing? You know, if you put this out, it will ruin your career. You, It will end your book deal with Penguin. Penguin. And, I, and I thought, I'm actually trying to get out of my book deal with Penguin, so... Hmm. Did anyone ever see it? I just showed it to some people and never put it out there. Do you still have it? I have it probably on a hard drive somewhere. I would love to see this music video. <laughs> I really want to see. Kind of like I'm. I'm guessing there's a part of you that really wants to see this one. I'm talking about now. Ah, part. Of, yeah. I, I, I. Although there are. I don't think you can handle it. I there. I, there are like movies out there that I've heard about, which that are so extreme that yeah. I don't want to see them. Like have you heard about the Serbian? I was about to yeah. say the Serbian film. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it because I've heard about this one thing that happens in it. That I the baby do, scene. Yes. Yeah. I do not want. To I don't want to see that. I'm not gonna push play. Nope. On a movie that's gonna show me that. Or there's one that's coming out called Raw. Yeah, well, I think I'm gonna see that. I don't think because it's it, people vomited in the cinema. Yeah, I don't. I don't want but to be. I mean, the premise is kind of cool. It's like a it's a, a vegetarian girl. Yeah, and it's some ritual she's part of, and she ends up tasting blood, something like or that. meat, raw yeah. meat, and yeah. then starts getting an obsession with it. Yeah, I, I'm think I'm think I'm gonna watch that one. It will be in Bio Paradise, I think, this year. Uh, and there's also another. Speaking of flesh eating. A new Netflix series is coming out with Drew Barrymore called The Santa Clarita Diet. And it's about a woman who suddenly dies, but she's still alive and has a thirst for eating people. And her husband and kids just help her eat people. All right. So it's like... It's a comedy. Yeah. It's like iZombie, but good. Yeah. Yeah. I I tried to watch iZombie. Not a good one. It's shit. Comic is better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? It was a comic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You showed me when we were in San Francisco. Well, that was it. That was a nice little I, how I, to speak I, I, I strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to remember what segment we're in. So, <laughs> now it's time for Gay, Gay to be straight. straight! 
And you said you've been given a gay yes. to restrict Yes, yes. Okay. I, I asked my old buddy, Frederick Solnes, mm-hmm. if he would have a question. Is it anything he would like to know about homosexuality? Mm-hmm. And yes. Go on. He had a wonderful question. Go on. Uh, which is the gayest animal? Oh, the flamingo. Oh, God. <laughs> of course. Oh, I was just hoping we would be like discussing this for a few oh, minutes. No, okay, there's a few. Going through so some the flamingos, The flamingo is pretty gay. Yeah. The peacock. The peacock. The male peacock is yeah. very gay. Yeah. You know, um, especially like when you see them shimmer. Uh, like, but it's like the female peacock than a lesbian? Probably. Yeah. Understated. Wearing so they crops, just have an arrangement, comfortable to have shoes, and then they never talk to each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think cats are drag queens. Right, really? Yeah, because they're sassy bitches. They're like, touch me. No, I'm done now. Yeah. I feel like cats are like beatniks. Yeah, maybe. Or hipsters. Yeah. Like, hipsters. I just can't even. Yeah. I just can't even at yeah. all. And dogs are just normal people. Dogs are regular people. Yeah. Who 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 feel regular needy people. Yeah. Who just want to have a conversation with you in the line. Have you ever owned a Labrador? No, no, no. Oh I my never god. A dog. I own a few cats. They're fascinating. Like I was remembering this the other night, I was telling someone what it's like to have a Labrador. And it's like so so you're in this room, the Labrador will be asleep on the ground. And then you're like, Oh, I need to go into the other room to get a book. You stand up. Are you going somewhere? Yeah. Are you going somewhere? Where are you going? You going? Are you leaving the house? No, you're going in this room. Okay, I'll come here with you. Is this where we're staying? Are we staying in here? Are we staying in here? Yeah. Are oh, you sitting God. down? All right, I'll sit down now. Oh, you moved. Okay, I guess I'm moving as well. I'm time. going as well. Yeah. Okay. I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. Never leave me. Well, cats are like, I'm going. Am I coming back? Uh, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I got a few houses I make the rounds to. Mm-hmm. I'm either going to uh, other houses or just somewhere having random sex. Yeah. Something you won't be having tonight because you're lonely. Or like, well, if you weren't lonely, <laughs> why do you have me? Why do you have me? You don't need me. I don't need you either. <laughs> it's an abusive relationship. Like, <laughs> having a cat is the equivalent of being in a psychologically abusive relationship. Yeah, that's why I connect with cats more. Like, <laughs> I do. I'm not kidding. Uh, I, I, I. If I get a pet, it will probably be a cat because uh, I will have this. I mean, the cat will look at me the way we just discussed. But mm. I will have a similar way of looking at the cat. Mm. Mm. I, I don't want to be constantly thinking about if if a cat is being served. Yeah. Like, oh, he's just outside. Like, you know, when you're, when you're petting a cat and yeah. they're like, I'm really enjoying this. And then suddenly they bite you. Yeah. And they have this look of, you made me do that. Yeah. And you I made s- me do that. Go on, cover it up. Cover it up with makeup, uh, you little I, bitch. And I say, yes, I did. I did make you do that. And then I start slapping myself. Stupid. And I put lipstick all around my mouth. <laughs> you little whore. <laughs> <laughs> look at you, you dolled up, you little whore. <laughs> You're worthless. You're worthless. I just bash my head against the mirror. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is a dark episode. Well, like, um, well, like, I remember my cat used to come home and occasionally, like, he'd have a fight, <laughs> and I'd go, I'd honestly say to him, 
oh, what happened? But you know the monologue is, you weren't there. <laughs> you weren't there. Fuck you, I'm going to go sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to sleep it all. Whatever. Once. Yeah, they're all like like uh, James Dean and Rebel Without the Cars. Once, I had a we need to talk about Kevin moment with one of my cats. Oh, really? So you know how sometimes they bring you like a mouse? Mm. Okay, we had two cats when we lived in the country. So he had just shot up a school of mouse mice. Mice, yeah. <laughs> no, okay. So he he was meowing really loudly at the door, and there was the the there was we had two. So one was little. The little one came in and just sort of ran in, and I now know that that the the subtext there was oh my god I don't want to be part of this um and <laughs> and and he he came and I could see from a distance he had something in his mouth. He came up to me and dropped the lower half of an animal, mm. like from the stomach to the back legs, right. the lower half of an animal that would have been twice his size what? at my feet. And yeah. I instantly had the, the thought of like, this must be what it's like when a parent realizes their child is a serial killer. Because the first thing I did, I kid you not, was look around to see if anybody saw. <laughs> and then I put it in a bag and I put it in the trash and I never told anyone. Do you know what? I don't animal? know what animal it was. Oh it could have God. been a possum. It could have been another cat. It could have... But he gave me the, the... And it was like, where's the front? Could it be? It's, now I'm like like parent kind of desperately finding an excuse. Could it be that the cat I'm found a roadkill and yeah. thought, oh, my owner is going to be so impressed. I'm going to pretend I killed him. He was, I, I, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. He, he killed an animal. All right. Okay. Okay. And then when we moved, we were getting ready to move and he just decided he wanted to live with the family across right. the road. So, uh, maybe from... he killed their cat. Maybe. <gasps> wow. If and it was another in. cat. Maybe he killed their cat and then they were lonely and so It would be thought cooler if it was a dog though. If your cat killed a dog. I don't know what animal it was. Oh. And I never, I've never told anyone this until just now. And now the whole world knows. All right. Okay. His name well, was this... Ghost, by the way. Oh, that's a cool name. Yeah. Well, oh, this, just, is, this is what Australia is for, for you to confess the, the sins of your pets. But it's my, I guess it's my turn to ask yeah, you. Yeah, well, if, so, the, the, so we're saying that Flamingo is the gayest the, I think that Flamingo has to be the gayest I would have animal. thought it would be the bear. The bear, oh yeah. Bear's kind of gay. Bears are kind of gay. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite gif of all time is the bear that sits up and then just waves to the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, no, the flamingo. The flamingo is the gayest animal on the planet. So you can you can write that one down and tell your friends. Yeah. Um, but my my question to you is sort of similar to my embarrassment of the week because mm. this has happened to me many times in my life where I have felt like I've been having an evening with a straight man who is actually coming on to me. Right. But they will not be following through with it. Man flirting. Man flirting. And I know they're doing it. And they know they're doing it. And I want to know if you've ever done it or you know guys who have. And what is the motivation? Why do you flirt with another man? I don't know if I've done it. I don't think you would have. But I know you would know people who have. Yeah. And you've probably seen it happen. Yeah. 
I guess so. I mean, maybe I've been man. People have man flirted with you, with me, and I've just been. I'm not registering it because, um, because I'm I'm I I just whenever some people do something peculiar, I just immediately assume it's regular human behavior. Yeah. And something I didn't know about. Because <laughs> deep down inside, you're actually one of the cone heads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Consume mass quantities. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, no, yeah. Well, uh, why would somebody do that? Is it because they want kind of... Uh, Attention? Yeah. I mean, I think it's something uh, like an actor would do. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, a lot I of feel actors like have done actors it. Actors have done it to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, me too. They like talk very intensely to you, yeah. look into your eyes, and make physical yeah, contact yeah, with make you. Make physical contact. Or I've even had them say things like, "You're really pretty." Like it's yeah. just like, yeah. Why are you single? And I, I kind of just, I don't mind it. Yeah. I, in fact, if it happens, I kind of like it. They're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, keep kissing." You my are, ass. you are very susceptible to flattery. Yes. Yeah, and also, I just think if it's an actor, I think oh, I probably won't be in a thing. I write one day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have the power. I have the power. I have the, the power. power. I'm Adam. Uh, this is this is <laughs> such a pop culture filled <laughs> podcast. <laughs> There's going to be some some poor. Guy in Finland going. I don't understand what is happening here. <laughs> I never saw the shows. We only had Eastern Bloc cartoons about potatoes. Yes. Um, well, um, the two. Uh, I have to. I have to kind of pick up the glove, as they say. Yes. Our Finnish friends. They do have television. They do have television. Yes. Uh, uh, they weren't allowed to watch Eurovision for a while. Yeah, because they were afraid it would turn them gay, I guess. Oh, no, it was Estonia. Mm. Estonia, because they were part of, of the the East, were not allowed to watch Eurovision. Yeah. And they used to try to put their antennas out and pick up the Finnish TV um, signal so they could watch it secretly. F- Finland used to kind of uh, constantly just be in last place of Eurovision. Mm-hmm. Because their uh, language, but it was before before they allowed them to have English in language. Nineteen seventy four, I believe. Uh, now English language songs came in somewhere in the nineties. No, no, no! It was the seventies. Waterloo was in English. No. No. They won singing no. Waterloo in English. I remember Salma's song, "All of the Block," was our first English language song. That was a choice. No, they allowed it finally. No. I'm pretty sure. Waterloo was in English. Let's Google it. Google off. It's a Google off. And if I am correct about a Eurasian fact and you are not, I will consider it a very much of it's a victory. It's a victory. Um, English, it, Wikipedia is probably better. Mm-hmm. Okay, English in Eurovision. English in Euro- uh, language. English language you in Eurovision. People are holding their breaths right now. <laughs> English language in Eurovision. Okay. Oh my god. Nineteen seventy three. Why? How come? It was in Luxembourg. I can't believe it because I remember we did it. 
I remember but I was alive when it was allowed. No, when it was allowed in Iceland. Because before Selma, Iceland only put entries in Icelandic. Yeah, but also lots of other countries did. I remember Malta was the only one who did English <clears throat> because it's a kind of official of a part, British yeah. country. But because Waterloo, when they did it, they had to do it in Sweden in Swedish, which if you ever get a chance to hear Waterloo in Swedish, it's weird. Um, and then they, yeah, it was nineteen seventy three. There's a great um, documentary called There's a great documentary called The Secret History of Eurovision Which is on on YouTube And they talk about it in that Well, And that's when the game They talk about it as a game changing year Because when people were allowed to sing in It wasn't just English They were allowed to sing in any language they wanted to Right Yeah Okay Well I'm hoping someone will explain to me why Why I think I thought this way well, probably because the, I mean, they should really do away with the whole in the preliminaries here in Iceland that you have to sing in Icelandic first because it damages the performer. Right. It damages their chances because all the, all the crazy Eurovision people hear it first in the, in Icelandic and yeah. they think it's so magical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they actually hear that. They hear, you are my desire, like a yeah, fire. Yeah. And, yeah. and then they go. It's like, it's like Eurovision Bingo. If somebody rhymes fire with desire. Yeah. Bingo! Or if there's a key change, <laughs> or a wind machine, or a reveal. Yeah. I a love reveal. a good reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was one year where Poland had, um, had three outfit reveals in one song. Three minutes. Come on, man. That was amazing. Yes, it was. I think it was the song We Are The Winners. And she she pronounced it like wieners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we are the wieners. <laughs> <laughs> there was a song last year from, I think it was Bulgaria, maybe. I'll try and find it. But um, it was, love will never break us down. And then in the chorus, if you listen to it, it sounds, it's, she, I think she's singing in her language. But it sounds like she's saying... I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a loser. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like when David Bowie was making love to an eagle. Maybe. <laughs> love to an eagle. Or, or Celine Dion, the hot dogs go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when... Uh, when uh, Smashed Pumpkin sang, a spider, a ray gun, a seagull, a rat in a cage. <laughs> so, well, I used to think, uh, it doesn't even make sense, but you know, Macy Grace, I try to say goodbye in a choke. I try to walk away and I crumble, though I try to hide it. It's clear. She sings, my world crumbles when you are not here. Yeah. I thought it was, I walk garbos. When you, I don't know. <laughs> I walk gobbles when you are not here. And um, uh, REM, uh, that's me in the corner. Yeah. That's it. I thought that I heard you, Lassie. Yeah, I thought that I heard you, Lassie. Lassie. <laughs> I, I heard you, Lassie. I love you. Always have. Always I love you. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's like when the Rolling Stones sang, sang about that engine. Engine, engine. <laughs> oh, and also of course when Jimi Hendrix excused us because he wanted to kiss that guy. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Do, what about We Are Family? Oh, some regular there. people. Some up regular there. people up, <laughs> up there in the because we're mole people down here yeah. in the basement. There, there's a there's a line in We Are Family where it literally sounds like she's singing. Just let me staple the vicar. Oh, that's that's a beautiful. We have to yeah. just let me staple the vicar. That's a very good visual <laughs> right there. Anyway, that was a nice skate, Jimmy Straight. It was very, and it, it was, was very gay. It and was straight. And straight. And now it's time for... The Ants of, of Agony! Do you have an Ants of Agony question? I do not. I was sent one. I was sent one from somebody who we have helped a lot on this show. Um, so remember our friend in Australia mm. who was into rubber? Yes. And then he was... Um, Captain Rubber. Captain... Well, and then he became Melbourne Rubber Man. And then he uh, he then went on to become the second place in international Mr. Rubber. And I think we were part of his success. I b- believe so. Yes. yes. Well, he sent a question um, today. I have to find it through the face space. Okay. So, his question is... And I think this is something we actually can identify with. So now that I'm quasi-famous, a quasi-famous person, I'm suddenly getting a lot more attention. I know that a lot of this interest is because I'm notable, but I think a lot of people are genuine too. How do I make sure the people who are suddenly interested in me are genuinely interested in being my friend and not just sort of uh, collecting me as some sort of status symbol? Does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter? You're popular, man. Yeah. yeah. Just ride the wave. Ride that bitch. Now, um, uh, how do you know? I mean, I guess. Uh, um, I don't know when it happens to me. Yeah. I really don't. I, th- I think if people are just themselves around me you can feel it when people are themselves or when they're being fake mm, right mm. sometimes yeah some people have to be really like good actors to be fake and uh, but uh, but fool you into thinking they're being sincere yeah um but uh, i when it, co- it just comes down to a pretty selfish thing to me which is do i enjoy their company yeah and if they are being fake and I am enjoying their company, then they're, well, okay, they're doing a really good performance right yeah. there. But I think it, it's a rare thing. Uh, I, I think automatically I do not enjoy the company of someone who is being fake around me. No. But do you, do you get it a lot though, don't you? Like people I who guess, know. No, well, I, I maybe I, uh, sometimes at parties or whatever. Um, but uh, do you ever get... like you said? I yeah. have this leave me alone face, yeah, rest yeah, and yeah. leave me alone face. Yeah. And that kind of keeps a lot of people away from me. I'm hoping. I'm just hope. I don't know. I have no idea if I would be. I mean. Uh, okay, let's talk about being Iceland famous for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I was going to say to you just now, do you ever get, like, at parties, um, people 
um, that you might be part of a conversation and someone you don't know and they know who you are suddenly turns to you and goes, are you going to make a cartoon about this? Oh, all the fucking time. <laughs> all the fucking time. And just the fact that they assume I've never heard that line before. Yeah, you're gonna just, make it, you I'm, can have I'm that just one. disappointed in the human species <laughs> and it's still going on. It's people are still, oh, you're going to draw a picture of this? You're going to draw a cartoon about that? <laughs> this is something... Uh, you all, should just draw a cartoon <laughs> of that. Yeah. Are you going to draw a cartoon? That's yeah. a really good idea. Do it. Are, I, I'll do a picture of me and somebody say, are you going to draw a, pic, a cartoon of that? And my character will say, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same when you're a comedian because people go, oh, <laughs> yeah. I bet you're going to talk about this yeah, on yeah, stage, yeah, yeah. are you? No, it's not funny. It's not interesting. Yeah. Why would I do that? That would be suicide. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no material here. There, there's nothing, there's nothing there's, you have said. I can't, I can't. With all the drugs in the world, I would never find a punchline here. <laughs> because that's how you find punchlines with, with drugs. drugs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Uh, how? Yeah, it's it's basically. I mean, I think it's a subconscious thing. It's uh, what like an insight or oh, what's it? It's like um, you know it. It's a gut feeling. A gu- gut feeling, yes. Yeah. You know it when people are uh, kissing your ass mm-hmm. and when they're just being genuinely nice. Which and if you like it when they're kissing your ass, then it really doesn't matter. If we're talking about being Iceland famous, yeah. right? That which is a term I'm slowly starting to get used to. Mm. Um, what I have noticed is that I'm actually more comfortable around other people who are known because you don't have that. And I understand why celebrities hang out with celebrities now. Yes. Because if I'm hanging out with you or I'm hanging out with other comedians or other people who've done things that are known, we can just talk normally. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be about all the shit we're doing. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I actually sometimes when I'm hanging around with other Iceland famous people, I suddenly get like, oh my God, we're all, we're all kind of Iceland famous here. So, and I, I, and I feel comfortable in that company. Yeah. Uh, But some Iceland famous people do talk about the fact that they're Iceland famous a lot. Too much. Not like I'm doing now. I'm doing it. No, no, no. This is for the sake of the, for educational purposes. Yeah. Uh, uh, They talk about, oh, talk too much about the fact that people notice them in the street or stop them or talk to them or whatever. And those people maybe haven't been famous for very long. Very, uh, very long. And then there's also, if the best way to get Iceland famous, or I think get famous, is it you have to, it has to happen slowly over years, a long span mm. of time. Because if it happens suddenly, I think that People will get damage sick you. Of you. Yeah. Mm. No, I think it will damage your soul in a way. Mm. Because if you suddenly get known, and, but just in one, in a one day, in a week. Oh, like overnight. Overnight, yeah. yeah. Like the, like the Kashmir Sai Habada. I don't know what that It's meant. the latest meme. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not up to uh, the whole computer memes. Yeah. Uh, I always a week late. The memes. The me- memes. Memes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, so uh, being, getting slowly there is, is uh, you, will, you will be more sober, mm, sober mm. famous. If you get very suddenly... <laughs> Famous, you will. I think it will m- 
turn into you into a bit of a prick, mm. at least for the first part of your uh, fame. fame. Yeah, but so so how do you feel to answer his question? How do you how do you know when people are genuinely interested in you? Or because I mean he's also he's he's sort of become like a gay icon to a, a fetish community. Yeah. So there's obviously people who are gonna want to fuck him because yeah. he's he's the second Mister, you know, the runner-up Mister International. If you want to fuck them back, by all means, just uh, just be honest about you, why yeah. you're doing it. Yeah, you said and uh, yeah, be careful not to be an asshole unless in the literal sense, then be the asshole. I think as well, it's worth him knowing that if you and I've learned this the hard way, if you're starting to get known. You got to start being careful about what you're doing around people. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's another thing because if I get too drunk around people, uh-huh. it is everyone not... hears about it. Yep. Whenever I do a stupid thing, mm. people hear about it, and yep. I do just and uh, uh, yeah, that makes you paranoid because <clears throat> maybe I'm just doing just as many stupid, just as stupid things as, as everybody else. else. But they, but, but nobody's going to write about it in a magazine about them. No. Yeah, but I'm, I'm being kind of generous to myself, saying that I do just as many stupid things as regular people. Oh, I said regular people. Again. <gasps> oh, I'm turning into the prick. Careful, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Whatever, I'm a regular yes, person. Yes, give in to it. <laughs> give in to the ego. Come to, to the, the dark, dark side. side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know our friend Bilkia has totally made it? Yeah, well, she is famous, right? Yeah, she yeah is... no, she's famous, but she's totally made it because she is now in a magazine here in Iceland as the picture in the crossword puzzle. <gasps> yes. Oh, in Sjöhert. I think so. She yes. sent me a picture yesterday going, oh my God, this is, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Ooh. So there's a picture of her face and you have to say who she is. And I was like, you've made it, girl. Well... Have you I, ever been the picture in the crossword? No, but in this particular gossip magazine you're talking about, mm-hmm. one time I was on the cover with uh-huh. a girlfriend and the news was just, they are together. Oh, and slow news day. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, well, it's Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> it's Iceland fame. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous when taken out of contest. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Oh. So talking about being famous in Iceland is a ridiculous thing in itself. But uh, it's also an interesting thing, especially for this uh, podcast. But in the next week, yeah. the girl was in the crossword puzzle. Oh, really? Yes. And she did, she's not a well-known... It was just someone you were dating. It's the one, it's the one we know both, both know. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> she's been in the crossword puzzle. Yeah. Wow. So that was when you first got together. Well, for first, yeah, uh, I, I remember the whole gossip magazine thing. I remember when when they, they contacted us, the magazine, and I just... So, so you started dating this girl? And I... Maybe? No, I'm not going to quote you anything. I just want to get a confirmation. Yeah, pull the other one. And I, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then they wrote an article and had a picture, and the article was basically just bullshit. Mm. The only true thing was the fact that we were dating, and the rest was just really strange made-up facts about nothing. 
it was such a strange thing. It was, yeah. I, I can tell you. Um, for example, we were both, uh, both of us were had our phone companies. <laughs> we had the same phone company. Yeah. Which was Nova. Yeah, which almost everybody has. Yeah, and and there's a default thing when you call us on the phone, you hear a song before we answer the phone, and it was the the, the song International with Paul Oscar. Yeah. International. And so the article just said, yeah, they have a lot of things in common. For example, they both work for Nova. They By the way, I just got a text message as you said that from Nova. It, saying, my God. Saying that there's two for one at Glow, um, Lemon, Uno Roadhouse, Elsmidian, Copa, Small. We have to be sponsored before you say stuff like oh, that. Well, no, there's no two for one at any of those places. So the so the article said we both work for Nova. We didn't mm. work for Nova. We just had fucking the look, same because we 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 didn't answer the phone because oh I think that's the media, uh, and then uh, and then they said and they spent their time listening to International with Paul. <laughs> it's just such a, so so they just grabbed anything they could and just just to make space for for letters. Was it like a full page? It was, I guess, half a page. Oh, my God. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, that was weird. And one time, mm. later on, uh, like years later, I was dating another girl. And um, that particular girl had dated another celebrity mm. before. Celebratoire. And, uh, and there was a rule, yeah, there was this stupid rumor about the other celebrity wanted to beat me up. Oh yeah, and uh, so did they, you know the other celebrity? Yeah, and he did not want to beat me. I yeah. don't know. He never beat. He never beat me up because I'm unbeatable. I have glasses, and if you beat me up, you will always look yeah. like an asshole. Like, you also have. You always a- look like a bully beating up on nerds. <laughs> you also have asthma. <laughs> also have asthma. <laughs> and I talk like this. I have glasses and asthma. And um, then, yeah. So so. Uh, the actual, yeah, somebody called from that gossip paper and said, so I hear you're dating this girl and uh, isn't happy about it. And and I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm. I have no beef with that man. I'm not dating any girl. And they, and they wrote it anyway. No, they said, oh, well, then we got the wrong information. I said, yes, you did. And then they didn't write about it. Because oh. I, I was just very annoyed. I just, okay, I'm not going to tell them any truths because this does not concern them. Yeah. And when people, when somebody calls you up with questions like that, I have like a creepy feeling. I have the same creepy feeling as if somebody had broken into my home and searched my underwear drawer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, what are you doing? Is this your actual job? This is what you get paid for? snooping around into other people's personal affairs. However, you're now at a point in this, I had this last week, you're now at a point where we share so much in this podcast that we forget how much we put out there about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then you meet people and they know everything about you. However, we are putting it out there ourselves. Ourselves, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are, we are, it's our, it's, it's just the same as like slut shaming. You can go, oh, she's, she's dressed like that. Mm. Uh, but if it's like, 
I don't know where this analogy was supposed to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, some people could say that some some girls dress up uh, within goose feet slutty. Yeah. Because that's what society wants of them. Mm. But some people, some girls dress within goose feet slutty because they're owning it. Yeah. And what we are doing is being slutty and owning it. With when it comes to our wares. Yeah. Being our comedy in our lives. Exactly. Um, have you ever been on a date with somebody who has Googled the fuck out of you first? I've been on dates with somebody who has listened to my podcasts. Uh, and I've been on dates. Yeah. No, I don't know. I would not. Uh, if, uh, if I would find that somebody I was on date with would be like a really big fan. Yeah. I would feel a bit of uncomfortable it fit it feels rapey yeah yeah for me it yeah, does. yeah i don't feel rapey for yourself like i'm not gonna if, if 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 i'm on a date with you and the entire dinner you've basically showed me that you have read every word on the internet that's about me mm-hmm. and you know my mother's name and yeah i would yeah I then would i'm not going I'm not, yeah i'm not taking you home i don't care yeah. how hot you are it because, sounds like uh, abuse uh, yeah i that's me i would be taking advantage of you by doing that because mm-hmm. you definitely want to have sex with me um yeah. and and it's yeah, it's weird. I cannot wait, though, for a tabloid to write some shit about me in this country. Yeah, I, think, sounds... you, I think you would love it. I will! <laughs> <laughs> I will! There, I, I was actually, as you were telling me that story, I was like, maybe I should just spark a rumor myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe that I had a feud with you. You have to memorize the number for, for, for that uh, yeah, yeah. tabloid. And always so you will know when it. they're calling. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Hello, I can't talk right now. I'm at, I'm at an orgy. I'm at an orgy, and I just had a fight with Yonsi and Pautlaska. <laughs> Which Yonsi? Both of them. Both of them. <laughs> they were both fighting over me. Oh, God. Did I... <laughs> I didn't say that. Yes, you did. Do we have another aunt? Uh, no, that was, that was the only answer of agony. Unless you've got an agonizing question. I do not. You do? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have an agonizing question. You have your own. Answer. I have my own answer of agony. Okay. Um. I. I am. I think I'm at a point where I am. It's a weird thing. I get lonely, mm-hmm. but I don't want a boyfriend. Right. So what do you do? I get lonely, like for for like intimacy and cuddles, not the sex. I'm going through a bit of a non-sex uh-huh. phase. Um, but I don't want a boyfriend. Well, there's a group called Kurufjellar. What? <laughs> Kurufjellar at uh, Facebook, which is basically means cuddle buddies. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was originally created so you could find a cuddle buddy. But then it became about sex. But then it, I, I joined it and I think I blocked it or something because it was pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of creepy... I mean, I think the majority... It was like Tinder. Mm. The majority were men who just want to have sex. Sex, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I left it for the same... Yeah. It's also hard for me because I do not have... Like, if I am... If I am spooning a man and we both end up with erections, we will have sex. I do not have any self-control there. No, yeah, well, okay, but how, is that such a bad thing that you end up No, no, it's... A, I mean, I you can cuddle before and after yeah, sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. So sex, you just have to interrupt your 
cuddling with sex. I guess if I'm if I'm being completely honest, I probably wouldn't mind some kind of a relationship. I'm just at a point where I feel like I have exhausted all the options of interesting people who I would enjoy having in my life. Mm. Maybe you should get one of those like. Uh... Uh, Jap- uh, like uh, 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 pillows. The pillows with an arm. Yeah. I I actually started looking for one. <laughs> 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 because I have like I've got a large bed, and I have two four pillows, okay. right? Yeah. So there's I sleep on two, and I s- actually spoon the other two right. every night, right. Right. because that's and that was the hard thing. Like in my previous relationship. The long one, hmm. we spooned every night. Right. And that's like 10 years of spooning. You get used to it. And I still haven't stopped. No. No, spooning is nice. Spooning is lovely. Yeah. When you spoon, mm. like naked spoon, and your flaccid penis pushes up against your partner's butt, mm. do you find that uncomfortable, normal, whatever? No, it's not. It's normal. It's it is. It's very normal. It can be um, like in the morning. It can be a bit annoying because there's obviously friction caused there. Uh huh. And then and sometimes you know you just you just stick it between the legs or something. It's like a, a resting place. Between the legs of your partner. Yeah. Yeah. Your flaccid penis. No, or the erect one. Well, when it's erect, that's a whole nother thing. I, when it's flaccid, it's fine. Yeah, well, I find you know, I mean, I, I, I f- when I, <laughs> when I'm spooning with a girl and uh, my flaccid penis pushes uh-huh. up against her, I feel like I, f- I feel weird about it in a way because I, th- I feel like oh no, she she doesn't like my flaccid. She only likes my hard penis. Have you ever asked? I had, I, th- I remember like one conversation I once had and she said, no, I think it's fun. It's and, nice. Yeah. Naked spooning is the best. Yeah. Yeah. But penis is such a ridiculous thing, especially I think to a woman. To a woman, I don't find them ridiculous. I find them very attractive. Yeah, well, of course. But there are, there are penises that are not attractive. Yeah. Yeah. There are ones that you're like, well, oh, it just looks angry. What what would make a penis look angry? I don't know. When they have like like <laughs> really, it's got like googly eyes with like lines above it. You've seen the Tumblr page things my dick does, right? No. It's this guy who takes black and white photos of his dick and then draws a face on it. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's 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 yeah. A, it's that's a, what a, I'm thinking. Like angry googly eyes. That's a... yeah. It's just I don't know. I think an angry one usually they're like a weird shape. Yeah. And they like they might you know curve off to the side way too much, or or they're really bulbous and red and veiny, and you just say, "Oh, it's it's not the most attractive one ever." Maybe but someone is listening to this who has that exact has penis. That, and he feels really bad right now. Well, okay, I would still do stuff with that dick. Okay. I just like but the the times when I've a- actually looked at a penis and gone, "Oh, that's not very." not the prettiest penis it's when somebody on a dating app has barely even said hello and they just send me a dick pic yeah yeah, no, yeah. and it's and and now i have this thing where i i collate them and so when guys ask me for dick pics i send them to them and say they like do you have a dick pic and i send one and go this is andrew he lives in seattle yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh oh very funny oh really i've got a whole cavalcade of them <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, yeah, um, I remember one time I was performing at this bachelorette party. Uh-huh. And I I was just doing... Uh, it, was a, it was a weird place. They wanted me to do stand-up. Mm. They wanted me mainly to do like a rap song I have, mm. which the bachelorette really uh, she liked that song or something. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and they all rapped along with me. But uh, then I did a bit of a stand-up. Because they asked for that as well, but they, it wasn't a big enough crowd for a stand-up. Yeah. So I, I turned it into a stand-up slash conversation. And uh, at some point, I started talking about penises, mm-hmm. and I started. So, what do you think about like micro penises? What do does that? Uh, I mean, if you would go home with a guy and it turns out he has like a baby penis, what what does it feel like? And and they start something like, uh, some of them were, I don't know, it's just, uh, I don't remember what they answered. Yeah. All I remember is that later on, I actually was dating one of the girls in the bachelorette party. Oh. And she said, it was kind of uncomfortable when you asked that question, because we used to talk like very, uh, we used to have like a club where we talked about the guys we fucked. And we used to do a bit of a dick shaming. If the dick wasn't good enough, we, we talked about it and we laughed about it. Yeah. But then, by, after thinking about it, we realized we were actually dick shaming these people and it's yeah. a bad thing to do. So we stopped it. Mm-hmm. So when you brought it up, it, it was kind of a, a, an, a, an uncomfortable moment. Mm. I'm like, oh my God, it's true. I was actually doing a bit of dick shaming there in the... like with a bunch of girls who had been dick shaming yeah and who had grown out of it and i was bringing them back into the film and bringing dick shame back Takk fyrir að hlusta.